this whole meal kit business has really taken off. I don't know if it's a because of the pandemic or if it was it's just because everybody's working and nobody has time to cook but a company billing itself as the original meal kit company is dream dinners and they have a lot of locations in texas and they're expanding and the co-founder and ceo of dream dinners is tina kuna who joins us right now it's good to have you with us uh, thank you, David. I'm so glad to be uh, joining your show. So are you really the original meal kit company? Because it's a crowded field out there. It is a crowded field, but you know what? I feel like we're um, the, you might say, the grandmothers of the idea of the meal assembly concept and the meal kit concept. We started in March of 2002. And uh, we've been around, so this is coming up on our 20th year. You, and yeah, I, you win the, you, okay, you win the prize. I, 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 <laughs> I, I wasn't even aware such a thing existed, you know, yes. in, in 2002, 20 years ago. So the variations on this are interesting. Now, some people just send you the raw ingredients and some salt and pepper and, you know, mm-hmm. cayenne. And, and then you have to cook, which somehow doesn't seem right. I mean, you could do that anyway. And some people, you know, have entire dinners, they're frozen. It's like the old Swanson's and ship it to you. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Well, we are kind of, um, our goal is that we want to provide the easiest, fastest way for you to provide dinner for your family. And we are all about families gathering around the dinner table because we feel like the magic happens there. That might be the only time that you connect with your your kids or your loved ones. And so we want to make it easy and we want to make it food that you will eat. So what we do, we started out with assembly stores. You go into our stores and you would assemble your own dinner. So you are basically in control of the ingredients that you put into your meal. If you want lower sodium, you leave the salt out or uh, minimize, or if you love garlic, you put more garlic in. But uh, you, all of our ingredients are pre-chopped, so you don't have to do the shopping, you don't have to do the prep work, and you don't have to do the cleanup. And as time started on, um, and especially with the pandemic, our guests really are looking for easier ways to get their food, um, and they don't always have the time to come into the uh, the stores. Right. So we... Uh, began curbside pickup and offer delivery. And we've just launched uh, a delivered line. Um, And so the difference with ours than some of the other meal kits is you don't get groceries in a box. You get um, an already assembled meal that you can uh, cook, put directly in the oven, stovetop, grilling, Um, And then you also get items that you can put in the freezer and just pull out their raw ingredients, but you'll put them in the oven when you're ready to cook them. You know, so you're, you're growing and and you're going coast to coast. You've got a heavy, Mm -hmm. fairly heavy presence in Texas. And I know in California California, and you've got some East coast roots, but Mm -hmm. but we don't all eat the same stuff. I mean, I would assume that you might throw in some grits and in, in the South and maybe Mm -hmm. more greens or bamboo shoots in California. Well, we try to stick to the middle of the lane. Um, We know that there are regional flavors, there are personal family um, favorites, 
that you're going to make your family favorites anyways. Um, but we're there. We want to be your, your easy dinner solution. And we kind of try to, uh, we do have grits on the menu every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's something that being in Washington state that I've got to try and I love, uh, but, um, we try to not be everything to everybody, but kind of stay in our lane and really provide great family meals. And the nice thing is, is if you do go into our stores, if you like extra cayenne pepper, you can put extra in there. Um, but you can also always have, it allows families to try maybe something that they wouldn't yeah. have ever tried before without the investment of the cost of having to go buy all the different spices that aren't in their pantry. So in, in a corporate sense, has the pandemic been bad to you or good for you? It really has been good for us. Um, we're uh, reaching a broader audience. It really actually allowed us the ability to look at our offering for our guests and listen to what they want. And we quickly pivoted um, in the beginning of the pande pandemic. We realized since we couldn't have the guests come into our stores anymore, we had to meet them where they're at. So it, it gave us that snapshot and the ability to pivot quickly, offer curbside pickup, offer delivery, um, so that we can still meet the needs of our guests. So we did very well um, yeah. during this time. You know, it seemed like one of the catalysts for this whole concept seemed to come when we went through this transition and, and you had two working families, you know, both the, mm -hmm. the husband and the wife were working and the kids were in school. Everybody came over at the same time and everybody's yeah. tired and they don't have a lot of time, time to cook. And that seemed to be the catalyst for this. And I don't know if that's got to change post pandemic with, you know, more people being now allowed to work from home. Yeah. But we all, the, the constant is we all have to eat. We all get dinner fatigue. I think during the pandemic, many of our customers were getting dinner for fatigue. They're try tired of thinking of what am I going to make now? Or um, even just food, food chain supply. You know, it's difficult. Sometimes you hear there's a run on chicken at the grocery store or you can't find flour. Um, I think they're challenges that we're going to continue to face. And we're certainly here to, to serve our guests and make it take that little bit of um, stress yeah. and pain point out of their family life. So tell me about locations right now. You're, you're franchise. You're, you have company owned stores at all or are they all franchise? We do. We do. No, we have uh, about 12 company owned stores. Um, we have a total of uh, just under 70 locations. Um, seven of them are in the Dallas area. In fact, I'm headed to to your neck of the woods tomorrow for the weekend. We have a we have a foundation that has a meal packing event in Pearland, Texas. Um, and we also have a new store opening up in League City, but we do have about seven locations in, in Texas area. And then California, I noticed 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, in, we're in about 25 states right now. Um, but yeah, the concentration is California, uh, Texas, of course, Colorado, 
Washington State, and then, uh, as you said, uh, sprinkling in the East Coast. Well, uh, uh, you make me hungry. Uh, <laughs> 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 sounds like an interesting, interesting concept. The fact that you've been doing this for 20 years, I, I, again, years. yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You you are the original, <laughs> the original kid. Uh, yeah, one of our magazine articles in the early days, I think it was Time Magazine, quoted us as the grandmothers of the the meal assembly um, business. So I think that Dream Dinners really was the catalyst for the meal kits that you see today. All right. Well, look, uh, we, we will welcome your visit to Texas. I would um, probably bring a short sleeve shirt. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, no, still, no. it's still warm. Down here. Still warm. All right. A little different than Washington. Exactly. Tina Kunis, co-founder and CEO of Dream Debtors. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.